When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to my first Ashes Test Preview here, Australia and England. I cannot wait for this. We just had the amazing match between Australia and India in the World Test Championship with Australia coming out the victors. I think this is going to be a much harder assignment and by the end of the video I'll give my preview and predictions as to how I think this is going to play out. You'll see here I go through the averages and and really a discussion on where the English team is at right now, the types of strategy strategy they are using and you know how the Australians can exploit that and you know where the English are probably going to exploit some of Australians weaknesses as well. We saw in the Indian test match there that a lot of their batting was a little bit weak. I'd say their bowling is a little bit weaker than the English as well. So let's go through their squad and sort of where they're at at the moment and then go from there. So Stokes will be captain. He's currently holding a knee injury, which is not great at all. It's something that he needs to clearly work through. It sounds like he's going to bat and likely is not going to be a much of a bowler or feature much in the bowling in this Ashes series, potentially a little bit towards the back end, but I, I doubt with the amount of cricket that he's going to be playing, the amount of time he's going to be on his feet, that he'll be able to do that. It was actually really interesting, the uh, Irish Test match they just recently played. He's the first Test winning captain to not bat, bowl, or keep. So that was pretty interesting there for sure. But uh, James Edison is with him there, coming off a little bit of an injury himself, but he'll be fine. Johnny Besto coming off a broken leg. So again, there's a lot happening with this English squad at the moment. Stuart Broad will be there. Harry Brook has come into his own over the last you know, 12 months. Zach Crawley, interesting one there. He'll be at the top. You've got Ben Duckett, likely going to be his opening partner. Dan Lawrence, likely not to feature at the start here. Moeen Ali has been recalled after uh, him choosing to retire with, unfortunately, Jack Leach going down injured with uh, some, some, back, uh, some back issues there, a stress fracture in that. Ollie Pope. Coming into his own as well, Matt Potts will be a backup. Ollie Robinson likely to feature. Joe Root, obviously. Josh Tung, a backup. Chris Wokes in there, again, likely to feature. And then, you know, will they use Mark Wood much? I doubt it. And that will, you know, we'll show that obviously in uh, the next little section here. But let's go into a little bit more in detail on all of the players here for the English. And we spoke about Stokes there for the most part, having a little bit of issue with his knee 
but has you know since he's become captain, they have won a lot of matches. So definitely do not discount him and what he can do for this side. Oli Pope is the big one here. So he's almost averaging 50 since he got moved from the middle order up into number three. He's also a fair bit older as well now at 25. He's played 36 test matches and is improving on his average, uh, his career average each and every season there. What, he, what we saw is he actually averaged 11 when he played uh, against Australia in, in, the test, in the Ashes test matches a couple of years ago. So he said there he feels like he's a different player mentally and technically. And I would completely agree knowing that it does take a little bit of time each time you get to a new level to feel confident. You know, sometimes you can come out and be in a rich vein of form and do great work. But it doesn't always happen that way. So it's taken him a little bit of time to get to that point. But he's been a young gun. And obviously at age 25 already has played 36 test matches, which is amazing. And has been promoted to vice captain. So there's another little confidence notch that, that he needs there. Moeen Ali yeah, hasn't played uh, since it's been dropped 16 months ago. And hasn't played any test matches or any long form games since then. Has just been playing, has played 97 T20s in that time. So... That's a lot of games of, of cricket, which is good. But he's obviously there as, I think, personally, some backup. I doubt he plays in the first uh, test match, just get, considering the amount of fast bowlers and all-rounders that they have with Chris Wokes and these guys, which we'll speak about as I go through each individual player. If you're looking for some more information on the Aussies and their averages and where they're at in England, go back and check out that video where I, I, I previewed the Ashes squad for Australia. Go and check that one out. But this one, I'll be going through a lot of the English guys and how uh, they can do well. And as I said, how we can exploit as Australians, the English there. Uh, so yeah, Mo and Ali, I don't expect him to be in there um, very regularly, to be honest with you there. Um, Jimmy thinks age is just a number. He's 40 years old. He's played 179 test matches, which is just ridiculous. So um, he's obviously one of the best bowlers of all time. And we'll see, have a look at his average over in England, but it's incredible compared to that of him and Broad when they play in Australia. So yeah, not great, to be honest with you. Uh, you know, being our, having, ha- having to face Jimmy, even at the age of 40, he's such a smart man. Uh, he's going to do a great job for the English. Johnny Bairstow. So 33, he's played 90 test matches. He's just getting better over the last year. He was one of those guys that was a mid-30s type of average. And in 2022, before his injury, he was absolutely smashing it. So he was the big success factor first. And then Harry Brook, once you know Besto got injured, came in and did a great job as well. So for the most part, him coming back is going to be great. But it'll be interesting to see if he can go straight back into good form or it does take him a little bit to get back there. But he will come back. And he will be their wicketkeeper. Stuart Broad, we know the nightmares that he can uh, he can show or he can provide for the Australians, especially Warner. So that will be interesting. He has a cracking average, obviously, in England as well and is one of the best bowlers to ever bowl. So, yeah, that's uh, that's where Stuart is, obviously, with him. Harry Brook, he's averaging pretty close to, I think he's just over 80 for his uh, very short 11-inning career. Um, and his, uh, his strike rate and his ability to take a game away from teams. And, you know, when they're in a bit of a tough situation as well, he's been amazing and, and coming out and doing uh, doing great work. So Harry, definitely one of the X factors of this series, in my opinion. He will bat at five after Joe Root, who we did happen to, they haven't uh, spoken about yet. So Zach Crawley comes in next. Him and Ben Duckett seem to be the openers. Crawley hasn't been scoring too well, but he's one of those guys that can definitely take a game away from you. Has played 34 test matches now at the age of 25. He was pretty solid in matches in Australia, but then he would find a way to get himself out or the Australians were just too good for the most part. So he would be an interesting one. If we can get 
him out fairly early on the most part, I think that will help kind of nullify the use of Basball, uh, which is uh, something we'll speak about a little bit later in the video as well in, in, the, in terms of their strategy. Ben Ducker there. Uh, he's come in, you know, since his dropping, he, he was averaging terribly, playing four games at an average of 15. Uh, before he's, since his recall last winter, he's averaging 69 uh, as an opening batter. And the funny thing is there, he's only, he's faced 710 balls and only left eight of them. So pretty ridiculous right now, obviously, with the, with the basketball and, and how they're playing things. It's really giving a bunch of these batsmen some confidence to go out there and do their thing. Uh, and for the most part, it's paying off with guys like Harry Brook, Ben Duckett, um, you know, even Ollie Pope coming out, scoring a lot quicker. Joe Root's been scoring great in the last year or so as well. What the, the theory is with that one, guys, just to go out with confidence. And in test cricket, what you see is that is the field is very different to what is in one day and T20. So it's, it's having more of that style of, of cricket in a format where there's so many gaps and, and you know, so it's a bunch of slips. There's a lot of the, the bat, uh, a lot of the, Fieldsmen are behind the bat and, you know, with a hard ball early on, if you can get onto that, um, we see what happens if, you know, when the field's up in, in a T20 match and, and, if, and if the pitch isn't doing a hell of a lot, it's very easy to score quickly. And that's where this has really helped them. They're not kind of in their shell. They're not worried about, you know, not worried about getting out as much, you know, thinking about too much of their technique. It's just about seeing the ball, hitting the ball. And that's the biggest part there. And really the best thing that I can say here around, the strategy around basketball and nullifying is it nullifying it is that we have seen it for over a year now and you see this and you can liken this to other sports you know it could be an nrl player or whatever footy player that comes out and, and has a cracking first year you see that obviously with harry brookie he's come out and had a, an incredible first 11 innings so you can look at all that tape now and then find a way to nullify that or to counter that which is something that i think the australians could do with basketball Yes, it's it's working really really well at the moment, but the Australians are playing great as well. So I think we, I think the Australians there can can do some can do some film, can change the way that they you know set a field for these types of players. You know, it's going to be different to how you traditionally would play a Test match. So that's something I think that now it's been happening for a fair while. There's enough information out there. There's enough video to to look at to be able to to make some changes and do the right thing. So it's going to be interesting how the Crawley and duck it go uh, you know, against Australians if they can you know, take it to the Aussies and get a, a nice lead. I think it's going to be really hard to get the likes of, of Pope Root, um, you know, Harry Brook and you know, Besto and, and Stokes out to go along with Wokes and whoever else they're going to bat there as well. So I think that's where it's going to be won and lost. Australia have a, a cracking bowling lineup, but how do they nullify and, and how do they strategize to, to nullify the uh the basketball i'm saying nullify a lot there you go uh but ben ducker there uh, has been awesome uh who's he got there ollie robinson he's been he's been great obviously against the aussies we'll show what he's like uh in you know in england versus in australia as well joe root we know what he's gonna gonna be like um he's really happy with the the captaincy that ben stokes has, has done so that's obviously contributed to a lot of their winning as well uh but joe's gonna be one of those guys that you expect just to score Exactly like Marnus and Smitty, you know, but not as good, you'd imagine, with them both having a better average, and especially in England, how good their averages are. But he'll be one of those guys that's just going to be that constant in this side. Woke's a good all-rounder, we know. Wood, obviously that quick, straight-up-and-down type of guy, which I think suits better to Australian uh, conditions compared to that of England. I think the Aussies like facing Wood over here, just because he's similar to a lot of bowlers at home. 
uh, and then it goes to the Australians. So that's where that team's at, and let's go into them on a one-on-one basis. So we'll go into his uh, his overview there of Zach Crawley and his batting. So when he plays in England, he's got a 32.6 average, which is okay at best at this point. If he's going to be opening the batting, there needs to be a lot, uh, a lot of improvement there, I think, because if he can get out, if he can average about 20 or 25 for England, I think that really opens up. Uh... Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Open things up for the Aussies to, to dig into that middle order of the of the English a little bit easier than you know, if he was to score pretty well. And I think he's the weaker link right now and can definitely someone that the Aussies can exploit. So that's that one there. Ben Duckett, as I said, he had that first bunch of innings there, first four test matches where he didn't go so well. Since then, he's been averaging great. He's up to 47 now. Has the 182 in, in, in one of his innings there and then has scored really well in Pakistan, a couple of decent scores in New Zealand there as well. So Ben, since he's coming back, that strike rate of 102 in that, in that 182 there, was amazing. His strike rate at 94 and 95, both in New Zealand and in Pakistan. So Duckett is the one that he has a, a few less test caps to his name, a few less innings there. But if we, if the, if the Aussies can can nullify him, it's going to be really, really important, I think, to to get, as I said, get started and get locked into that middle order for the uh, English there. Ollie Pope, average there at 37 in in England there. So. Average of, uh, of of eleven against uh, in Australia, sorry, wasn't great, and uh, you know obviously things are going better for him in England, Pakistan. He did well as well recently, and then in South Africa, an eighty eight average as well in his five innings. So he's on the way up, and we know that he's going to be someone that's pretty important as well. And I think we can, as Australians, can really touch on the fact that he had a pretty poor series against the Aussies last time. And if they can get on top of him in that first innings and really not let him not let anything slip and give him anything loose in that first sort of ten to fifteen balls, if they can get him early in that first one, I think that's going to play with his head a little bit, and it's something that the Aussies really need to look at because uh, he is on the on the up and up. That is for sure uh, at the moment. Joe Root, someone of interest, obviously at fifty three point five is his average in England. In Australia, it's thirty five point six, so he definitely hasn't scored that well there, uh, and here is where he's super consistent so i'm expecting him to average that for this series and if you think otherwise i think you're probably silly because he's really improved over the last year as well he had a little bit of a dry patch especially when he was traveling overseas but back home he's a different beast at 53.5 so expect him to be somewhere like that again 
Let's go to Harry Brook and his batting. As I said, 81.8, and he's the X factor, as I said. Those scores there in New Zealand were incredible, averaging 82 at 110 strike rate, 93 strike rate in Pakistan for his 93 average. And there's only played a couple of games in England, but uh, that was before this run of ridiculous innings there. So that's probably the only thing here is that he hasn't played more than you know two matches and had two innings in his home country in England, apart from when he plays county and the like. Uh, but this will be a different different test for him in an Ash, in an Ashes series and Ashes test matches that are going to mean a little bit more than the tests that he has played in the past. He really needs to be able to step up. I think that's a good thing that, we're, that the Australians have on, on their side is that Brooke is very fresh into this batting order. But in fi- batting at five there, the, the pressure isn't on him as much. But if, as I said, if the Aussies can get into that sort of three, four, five pretty quickly and get a few early wickets, then, then Brooke coming in at sort of three for... Three for 50, three for 100 there. Just, yeah, it's just a different beast for sure. And it's something that, that they're going to have to think about for sure there. Let's go to Johnny Besto uh, on this one here. And and as I said, he's improved. He improved dramatically in that last year before he got injured. And he's sitting at a 39 average in England at the moment, 32 in Australia. So he's played definitely enough against the Aussies. And as if he can get back to that form that he was showing before he got injured there, then he's definitely going to be able to do a great job. And batting at six, being their keeper, if he's fit and firing, Aussies are in trouble. If he takes them a little bit of time to get back into form, then I think that plays into the Aussies' hands there. Very similar to that of Ben Stokes at the moment. Sounds like he's probably not going to be bowling, so we will focus on the batting side. And a 39 average in England, if he can get that, if he's going to be batting seven, that's going to help them so much if he can average that 40 or close to it. Similar to that of what Alex Carey is going to be able to provide for the Aussies at number seven. If, if Stokes kind of mirrors that of Kerry, then I think that's obviously a bit of a, it not, it, each of them uh, cancels out for sure. Um, but we know what Stokes can bring in his leadership, in his aggression there. Uh, and if he happens to be bowling at some point, then even better for the English. Chris Woke. So he's an interesting one here. I think he will play. I think he will get picked because his bowling will start there with him. Their 22.6 average is up there with the best in the game. 30 average overall, didn't average great in Australia. He didn't really trouble the Aussies just because he doesn't. He's, he's able to swing the ball a little bit, but his pace in Australia is just fairly easy to 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 you know to combat there. For the batting with him, he averages 35 in England, 20 against 20 in Australia, 35 in England. Uh, he's a really nice average overall at 28. So I think he deserves to have his spot in at number eight in the lineup for batting, and then use his bowling as a 22 guy. There, obviously with Anderson. And, and Broad getting that little bit older, you do want some extra overs from some of these younger guys in, in Wokes. I definitely think he can do a good job there. Moeen Ali, as I said, I think he's personally gonna, I think I personally think he's going to be back up for this squad. And him with his batting at 29, 28 average, there's a reason why he did get dropped, and that's one of them. And his bowling is just okay. His average in England is 33. Average in Australia was pretty disgusting at 105 for his bowling. So he's someone that I personally be leaving out, and he will definitely feature at some point. Ollie Robinson, someone who's a little bit more scary, I think, in their bowling lineup. We obviously have the worries of Broad and Anderson, but Ollie Robinson is their third quick. He averages 18 in England in the seven matches that he's played there with three five-wicket hauls and 40 wickets so far. Terrific economy at 2.7. He's one of those guys that Aussies do seem to struggle against a little bit. Obviously, the height is, is important there, but his ability to move the ball off the wicket and get a little bit of swing 
different to that of Broad and Anderson being that little bit shorter. Yeah, Broad's a, yeah, they're both sort of yeah, six what, six two, six three. Uh, but Robinson is huge and we seem to have struggled against a bunch of those guys. Like Harmison's been able to and Flintoff have been able to cause some of the Aussies fits, being a, a bit of a bigger guy there. Um, I definitely think he can do a great job there. So we finished off with uh, Stuart Broad and Marky Wood, I believe. Oh, and Anderson, I didn't even talk about Endo there. Uh, so Stuart Broad there, his average in England is 25.78, and we know what he's able to do against the Aussies. So he's taken that many wickets, 376 at, at home in England there, and uh, yeah, 34 average in Australia is pretty much the same of that of uh, James Anderson at 34, but both of them in England have a 23.8, and then a 20 uh, for Anderson, and then a 25.78 for Stewie. So both of those guys, two of the best bowlers to ever grace this earth, and I think they're going to cause Aussies some trouble. But the Aussies have some terrific bowlers as well. Finishing off with Mark Wood, and as I said there, he, play, he plays better in Australia just because he, he suits those conditions, the bouncier, harder wickets a little bit more than he does uh, those of England and Wales, where it, seem, it swings a little bit more in the air and then seems a bit more so. Um, you know, the Aussies seem to struggle a little bit more with the swing and that seam off the wicket rather than just the uh, the speed. Uh, he's definitely quick, but uh, yeah, the Aussies have quick bowlers too. So um, he's not one to be a big worry for the Aussies. So my thoughts on this. Batting, let's go there first. And I think we have, the Australians have the two best batsmen in, in the game, in, in, in this Ashes, probably in the game too, in Marnus and Smithy just ahead of Joe Root being the third best. So I think that gives the Aussies just a little bit of an edge at at first glance. And then you've got one or two of the Aussie other other Aussie batsmen need to really step up. If they can have three or four out of their top six do great, then I think they have the edge, which I think is pretty fair. If, if three or four can step up, there's definitely the caliber of player there and a lot of them are in form right now. As I said, Kerry and Stokes at like that number seven is going to be pretty even, I think. So yeah, it's going to be to do with those top six if they can match the top six of the English batsmen, which have obviously Joe Root as the centerpiece. And then around that, it's a, a couple of guys, obviously carrying injuries or coming back from injury in Bairstow and Stokes, who have definitely shown it before. And then they've got Harry Brook, the the X Factor. You've got Ollie Pope coming into his own. He'll be like a 40 to 45 average type of guy, I'd imagine, in this, in this test series. And then you've got some inexperience in Duckett and also Crawley up top. Aussies are more experienced than the English uh, batting lineup there. If you're looking at the bowlers, I see Aussies and English fairly similar in terms of quality around the world. Australians would probably beat, I'd say, the English bowling lineup around the world. But when it comes to England here, I think that they have the slight edge being at home. Very similar, as I said, but they able to they've have practiced here all their life. They have the terrific ability to to swing the ball a little bit. And, and seam the ball away or in, depending on who they want to, to bowl to. Obviously, Stuart Broad has it over a bunch of the left-handers in the Aussie lineup, so that's definitely something of concern to, to go along with James Anderson, you know, close to the best bowler uh, of all time, one of the best fast bowlers definitely of all time there. So, you know, Ollie Robinson with his terrific average as well. We do have great averages from Pat Cummins and also Hazy. In England, I think Scotty Boland obviously has shown that he's been really, really important and he'll be great at some point in this series. Um, so I see, yeah, the, the squad's being fairly similar. I'd say, I'd say our batting in Australia will probably just come out on top, especially if the Aussies can come with some type of strategy for Basball. I think that the Aussies will just win this Ashes series. I'm going to call it as 2-1 out of the five. So two either washouts or draws. I'd say one probably gets washed out into a draw 
and another one just a, a very good batting display from both teams, uh, and they can't get that, that full ten, uh, the full twenty wickets to be able to win that Test match. So that's where I'm at with the preview for this one. Two one to the Aussies. It's going to be super close, and it will depend how things uh, happen strategically between the two. And if the Aussie batsmen, the, the couple of left-handers especially, can step up in Uzi in Travi Head, um, you know these types of plays there with Warner, can he come back and have a good one? Or are the young guns from England going to continue their baseball ways and doing amazing work? I hope you enjoy that, guys. I cannot wait to watch the Ashes, and I hope you can't wait either. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 